have uh, I, I have intentionally turned my mic down and my headphones way up, so I'm going to try to avoid some of the breathing that I have been doing as of late. <sighs> <laughs> you ready to light this puppy? Yeah. Yeah. All right, here we go. The T-bone. <laughs> And chick brew. Let's God bless all these years. Just get it right one time. What do you want from me? Forty years they've been trying. You couldn't fire somebody if they were horrible, doing a terrible job for the veterans. And now you can say you're fired. <laughs> okay. No one listens to radio. And now for a quick disclaimer: the T-bone and chick brew show is brought to you by nobody. We have no sponsors. The show is still rated G for glorious. Even if I were to find the original audio of me and you going back and forth to do that, the little montage slash clip thing I got there, I don't think I could recreate it. I don't. I think what we have there is beautiful, and I know that it's wrong. I know we've changed the name of the show. I got it, but I like it. I do, I do too. <laughs> I, you know, I, I wear it mouth along words. It's comfortable. Oh. Uh, I don't know if we're going to be able to do this. You're uh, probably every other word is coming through. I don't think I could get any closer to this microphone. Maybe I can. Well, you are talking to it sideways instead of straight on. I know, so I have to. <laughs> so when you talk directly into the microphone in the way that it's designed to be spoken into, I hear you great. And I bought you one of these little things right here so you can adjust right. it. So it melted. What? It did. I, <laughs> it did. It melted a little bit. So I can talk straight into it, but then my headphones. I can sit like this. It melted a little bit. It is not that hot there. What did you do? There was flame involved somehow. No. This is a flame-free house. Then how did it melt? Wait, what if I pull? So, oh, God. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. (laughs) (laughs) So, it's very hot. And the pads, that grip, because I had it on the shelf directly in front of me and that was really nice so the pads that grip they melted while it was gone i have been looking and i think i have found silicone ones for a place i just haven't placed order. <laughs> and i need to because amazon started recommending the um silicone pads to me and we all know how i feel about buying things that amazon recommends or facebook recommends facebook recommends all kinds of stuff so I just hit the button there for echo cancellation, and you're talking into the mic, and and it sounds really good to let you. Yeah. Well, and then you, and then it didn't. So we're just we'll struggle, oh we'll struggle through this. It's the same setup. How does it change? I don't know the atmospheric conditions. I don't understand. We are six thousand miles away from one another. So there are some never keep me from you. <laughs> there are some <laughs> some challenges that we should be expecting, of course, but it's I also so 2023 and we should be able to communicate with one another right now better than better than this cuz we're making a quality product here and I don't want to hear complaints and I have heard complaints about well, sound quality. Kick rocks. No, I want their complaints. I want their feedback and I want to do better. And that's why we try to do better all the time. We do not have a large audience, but we do have a very loyal audience. When it comes to the super fan competition, there's there's actually competition for being the super fan. I, you, you never know if it's going to be Mike Stanley. You never know if it's going to be Mr. James Taney. You never know if it's going to be Tegan Lapping. You don't know who it's going to be, but there's a potential. Sometimes Shirley might Shirley Magwood might slip into the mix, but you know football season's coming, yeah, so sure. we're gonna lose her. <laughs> That's pretty much a rundown. We've never uh, we've never nominated any yeah, of our mom. family members for a fan of the week. That's strange that we haven't. I guess they just need to be engaged. I mean, we more. are the new Hollywood, so we might as well start with the nepotism. <laughs> I so if it's a kid, it's a nepo baby. But if we like fan of the week our moms is nepo mommy (laughs) you're just making up words right now nepotism is up and down either way right so 
if it's a child in Hollywood, they're like, oh, you're a Nepo baby, right? Like, that's the new thing is to call out everyone who is just continuing the family business. I, um, I don't have enough do Hollywood know? friends to know Hollywood slang. Well, you have the Tiki Talks. You should know these things. I got some Tiki Talks in, in, in the, 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 book is of, uh, the Books of Faces. <laughs> that yeah. sounds like it's straight out of Game of Thrones. <laughs> the book okay, of wait. faces. So, while I was waiting for you to join me in the studio, I pushed all the buttons on the board you gave me. Uh-huh. Now, growing up, everyone was like, oh, you must be Tommy's sister. And I was like, how did you know that? But now that we're older, I feel like we look a lot alike. And I pushed this button. And then I was like, that's my brother's voice. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Are you not dying? I, what? Did you see my face? That is exactly your brother's voice. Is it not? So all I did was push the male button. I won't do the female button because that is terrifying. But I pushed the male button and I was like, oh, it's like talking to my brother but me. Which was also, I guess, scary really when you think about it. But think of the fun you could have the next time you call your mom. <laughs> there will be pranks. There will be cards <laughs> with the voice recorder made and sent. I'm going to need some money. Mom, I have to tell you because Christina will, Christina's pregnant. <laughs> Don't even put that into my universe uterus. None of it. <laughs> ah, the fun that could I be had. Fortunately, it's, it's scary though. Fortunately for me, I don't have any sisters to torture. I, I but you know, get the female voice. I'll do it just because it is. What? Why? Why is that the female voice? No, that's no good. I've got the voice oh, thingy here, but every time I've tried doing it, it's always caused some kind of complication. No, and- don't do it. Yeah, I, I just avoided it altogether until one day I figured out I do enjoy my stream deck. My stream deck gives me a little push button options that I like because I understand that uh, it is quite temperate in your penthouse studio. I am in the basement. The AC has been turned off because the AC handler's right there. And I got a couple million watts of lightage on me right now. So uh, you will see me sweating alongside you as we as we, Ooh, move, like <laughs> as we move through today's Ooh, episode. I, Did... I lost five pounds on the <laughs> Did you get a I chance? I put on my sauna suit. We should be like wrapped in saran wrap. We should look like freaking sausages right now. No, I'm... We should be making the most of this. Never again. I've never have to wrap my body up in saran wrap again. so we got a a lot of things going on we have we haven't talked in uh, in a little bit because there's been a lot of things going on so uh tell us all what's going on over there in the on the western coast of southern spain what's going on in your world well the temperature did come down a little bit which has been really nice spent a lot of time in the pool my cousin left all of our house guests have actually left (laughs) you want to hear So who gets COVID anymore, right? Like the manager came back from the States and immediately the next day had COVID and then was quarantined. So I spent, I've been spending the last like week sleeping with the dogs on the couch. And, 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 uh, waiting on her hand and foot, I'm assuming. Yes. No, I did. I did all the things. I bought the cough drops. I bought the NyQuil. I force fed the NyQuil. If people are asleep, they can't complain. Um, but True story. it's better, which is great. Yeah, <laughs> just take this. <laughs> but it's great because we actually celebrated six years of holy matrimony, <laughs> marital bliss. And she did. Uh, she surprised me. Oh, she took me on a romantic outing, and it was freaking amazing. Oh, um, with more COVID on top? No, no, COVID was gone. It was fine. Everyone's fine. But. There's a company out here called uh, Southern Picnic Company or something. Mm. Uh, you'll see them on the on the pages. We chartered a boat with a picnic and games, and we went out into the ocean. And they took us out right under the um, Cadiz Bridge, and we just like putted around the Bay of Cadiz. It was perfect. Water, of course, was just as calm as you could ever have hoped it for it to be. Uh, no one got seasick. It was a beautiful day. 
<laughs> I don't get music, but I do tend to fall asleep places where things are moving. Uh, there is no better sleep. I will say this to the day I die. There is no better sleep than sleeping at sea. The gentle rocking motion while you sleep, it, you, you don't get better. You get, you get into, uh, you know, and, and now it's all cruise ships for me. But you get into a stateroom, you got that air conditioning just cranked, and you got a couple of libations in you, and you're just gently being rocked to the port, to the starboard, to the port, to the... Here you go! So I have a whoop, right? And it tracks, like, different things, like your stress, whatever. But my stress tends to be, like, just high all the time. Even when I'm asleep, I'm, like, mid-grade stress. We were on that boat... The entire time we were on that boat, my stress level was like flatlined. It was non-existent. Interesting. I, I would like to have a, a thing that measures my stress level because I am. It's been fun. I am. I'm really, really good right now. <laughs> I, my, yeah. And I, as I was telling somebody today, you know, people think my job is crazy, that there's craziness going on in my job. I'm like, no, you don't understand. I, I just I just escaped the asylum. I was I was in with crazy. I there was a whole bunch of crazy. I know crazy. This this ain't crazy. This is this is this is uh, like kindergarten. That's the freaking loony bin. That's I had, to, I had to think of the degrading term to call a nut house because there's not enough apparently. Uh, I, I I was I escaped the loony bin and this is like daycare. This is it doesn't even come close. I love that for you. Yes, me too. But I don't have a whoop. Because if I had a I whoop, need to ponder. I, I might be pondering a career move. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I have I have a little more research to do, but I will I will absolutely keep you and everyone updated. So, Ron Kane and uh, Damian Robinson, they got the DNR podcast that, that I listen to. You know, it's uh, local comedy scene stuff. And the last two episodes in a row, Ron's come on like, yeah, I got a lot of interesting stuff going on. Can't talk about it. <laughs> thanks you, well, it, you tease it's like very very beginning you know like i have to research everything i don't like to just jump especially when like you're a grown-up and there are other people relying on you and blah 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 that sucks like yeah. you can't just be like i'm gonna do this so you, you i'm met. you know making some but possibly soon you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take that's what they say right 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 but so I'm are we talking shot, so. are we talking drastic <laughs> Are we talking? Yes. Okay. I mean, you, yeah. you got a lot of things going on. You got a lot of plates up there spinning. No, and I think that I need to, um, I think I could just use like two plates, you know? I, I agree. I, two is good. Two is good. would be great. And then like one other thing. One is good. good. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I, I don't want to. I want to stick with the reserves. I want the retirement. I also would like to make chief. Also, big shout out to uh, my friend LSC Select Questa. Just found out today that she made. Uh, well, she was selected for chief. Yes, those chief. Uh, those yeah, reservist yeah, chief results just uh, hit the streets. Yes. Well, you know, you might frown on it, but she has been. She's been downrange. Like she's been. She's been active. Not like me, reservist, where I'm like at home mustering people. Like I am, I am not frowning upon it. Why would you say I'm frowning upon it? Because I can s actively see your face, <laughs> and that dimple is deep right now. <laughs> yes, because I'm smiling. I just it's, dig her name, Questa. I know Sandra Questa. Yes, she's, she's a she's a fantastic person. All right, well, good for her. Congratulations. You know, the active duty list isn't coming out just yet, which is strange because tomorrow's August the 1st. And, and I know they've moved the timeline around ever since COVID jacked everything up. But, you know, I was, I was well into the reindeer games at this <laughs> point in 1999 when I, when I put on my khakis. Oh, <laughs> Couldn't hear a word you said. It all came out gargled. I, I was in high school. Uh, okay. You were a busy boy. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I hadn't gone over 11 years yet. I was still, I still had 10 years in. I believe it was a, fr no, I know it was a, f a Friday. I think it was a Friday. I think, I'm pretty sure it was the 23rd. You know, that's funny. It's funny how things work in life. So, 
we always call 23 a lucky number because it's, you know, my wife's day of birth. So I, I would watch her dad throw money down at the roulette table and he would put it on 23 and I'll be daggone if it didn't come in, man. Those were some nice days. <laughs> So uh, I didn't even I didn't even put those things together, but I'm pretty sure it was it was July 23rd, which is right on spot with being the birthday, and uh, that was the day I found out I made chief. I was two year two days short of my ending my 10 years and beginning my 11 years. And again, this is 99. That wasn't it wasn't very common to make chief that quickly. Yeah. And uh, I had no idea that I would stay a chief that long. I, I, I mean, the, that's, that's how it is. It's just bottleneck. The closer, like, the, the higher up you go, it's just like a stranglehold. Well, People I mean, don't want to retire. People don't want to get out of the way. Get out of the way. <laughs> there, there were worse places I could have been stuck, that's for sure. So being, being uh, the same pay grade for 12 years, well, that, that'll teach you some patience and teach you some manners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, it's funny because when I switch from active duty to the reserves, I miss like three exam cycles because no one could figure out that they just needed to order me an exam. And there's no other MCs, obviously, in my unit. And the active component t- take theirs when we're not there. So I couldn't split a test. And I was just like, well, I'll never make first. <laughs> and then I took it once. And I got very close. I think I missed it by like two or three points. And then during COVID, I took it in Rota instead of in Italy. And that's where I made it. So I'm like, how do I take my chief's exam in Rota? Every advancement I've ever made has been. Yeah, you got to do it there. I can't do this somewhere else. Like this is my this is my safe place. That's your good luck charm. Rolls off the back. Yeah. But I am up for, I should have, I probably should have actually taken it last cycle, but <laughs> I didn't go to drill because it was too expensive. That's that's about as backwards as that actually sounds. You yeah. say you say you missed it by a, a point or two. I missed first class by two tenths of a point. Oh, that's the worst. And no NAM in the cards for you, huh? Well, turns out there was. <laughs> <laughs> so... Well, uh, it turns out that I had actually had a flock while I was at AFN, but no one from AFN sent it to me, so I never had it put in my record because uh, I got it right as I left. So I would have actually advanced to first on that first test. My but, my chief at the time, I was in Charleston. My chief at the time, his name was Brian Daly. And uh, he, he said, come with, you know, very stern, come with me. Roger that. So uh, up and away we go. We go to the smoke pit. He goes, I got good news, I got bad news. What do you want to hear first? I was like, come on, Chief, you know me. Give me the bad news. He goes, you didn't make first. I was like, oh, that's okay. That's why, you know, six months from now, I'll try again. No big deal. He goes, well, you want, do you want the good news? I was like, sure. He goes, you give me that 20 bucks you owe me, I'll make you a first class. Well, I had 20 bucks <laughs> on me, but I couldn't think why I owed him 20 bucks because I don't borrow money from people. But I pulled out that 20 bucks and I handed it to him. I was like, well, make me a first class. He goes, I already did. And you don't owe me any money. I was like, all right, that's a, that's a win-win. <laughs> when I found out I made first, I was actually in culinary school in New York. It was the same day that the manager had come from Spain to visit, mm-hmm. summertime. And I had actually been not in trouble, but I was having issues, right? Because... Everything is constantly changing as far as access, and my cat card expired <laughs> during COVID. But no, for a reservist, they're like, we don't care if your cat card is expired. You're not getting in this office to get a renewal. Yeah, you'll so be fine. Like, fine. Uh, when I get to the States, I'll find a place to get it renewed. Like, no problem. It's fine. I don't care. No. <laughs> I, it, it took me like five months at two trips to Long Island out to the like peninsula. <laughs> and several taxis and trains to finally get it uh, renewed and updated. I I got it renewed and updated. And uh, two weeks later, manager comes. But my chain of command had been like kind of on top of me. Like, hey, you need to check your email. I'm like, hey, I can't. No CAC. Um, Hey, you need to log in. So it's, hey, I can't. No CAC. Like all these things. And my master chief calls me. And I talk to my master chief like very rarely ever outside of drill. The way it should be. Right. That's perfect. That's absolutely perfect. Um, but my the chief I had was retiring and I was like, oh, sh- she's probably calling to like, let me <laughs> let me know that she'll be taking over. I will now be her responsibility. But no, she was like, um, you know, I just want to make sure this was the right phone number. The CEO is going to give you a call in a minute. 
And I was like, what? <laughs> and I was like, mind you, I've never met this man because he, we did the change of command over Zoom. I don't know him. I just know what he, I just know the internet version of him. I'm like, okay, all right, yeah, yeah no, that's fine. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> CEO calls me and uh, he's like, hell, yeah, you know, I love the story, blah, blah, blah. He's talking about like all this other stuff. And he's like, also, um, I, you know, I just want to say uh, thank you so much, MC1, for all of, all the hard work you do. And I'm like, oh, I was like, I'm a, I'm a second class, sir. <laughs> and he's like, second class? Really? Are you sure? And I was like, oh, yeah, no, I'm a second class. And he's like, no, you advance. You're a first class. And I was like, oh. And then it made sense. Like, why would my master chief call me to tell me the CEO was going to call me? Like, that made no sense. But it all happened with, like, in five minutes, and I was distracted. <laughs> so... Telling my sailors that they had advanced uh, was one of the perks of the job, if you will. Okay. I take the time to train them. I prepare them. They advance. I notify them. And then somewhere over, I, I, I remember one time, man, Sam Arma, he had he just made second class. And he was one of my sailors. And he's a good kid. And I was training him. He was in my training division. He was smart. And he makes second class. And I, I want to tell my sailor congratulations. I want to be the one to make that notification. And some other second class just decided that he was going to take it upon himself to let my sailor know he had made rank. I can't tell you how mad I was on that. And I, and I, I, let, him, I let him know, too. You didn't do anything for this. All you, did, all you did was share information you had that it wasn't yours to share. But then... You know, and that's the kind of leader I was. That's the ownership I had on my sailors. But over time, the COs started making it a point that they had to be the ones to tell the sailors that they made rank. Why? Why do you need that? Did you do anything to build these sailors up? Did you do anything to train them, to prepare them, to, to take on these roles of greater responsibility? No. And you're going to get your photo with them. You're going to promote them. Actually, that never happened. I didn't actually get promoted. Uh, we showed up for drill, and I had asked uh, Warrant, I was like, hey, would you mind you know, putting my rank on? And she was like, absolutely. And then she's like, I'm actually not going to be there. And then I was just like, okay, fine. So I literally just went to the next, bought one, threw it on. <laughs> Which is so on brand for my Navy career. My first reenlistment, uh, the MC who was taking pictures, didn't have a memory card in the cameras literally no pictures of that <laughs> it, but you know i didn't really mind because i didn't know that master chief that well like the one the sel we had had before i liked her she was like a mentor she helped me get all my my stuff together if you will right. when i switched because active duty there was is a huge well either we lost her yeah, i think we lost her so she'll figure it out fine you could have called me that would have been great Oh, there she is. She's back. So uh, you, you, you locked up and uh, you locked up like this. <laughs> oh, cute. Because you locked up with your hand on your hip. <laughs> of course. Very sassy, um, yes. I'm a little teapot. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we apologize for the sound issues. You know, every week we try to give you a quality product and we might be missing the mark this week. But uh, bear with us. There, there is there's something in here somewhere. Yeah, so anyway, as I was saying, these, these COs are now taking away, like, one more thing from actual leaders, from the, the leaders that are actually doing their job. They've taken away one more of those benefits. And when it comes time to retire, uh, you'll know. I, I had asked that question for years. When, when, when will you know it's time to retire? And all of my mentors... 20. Yeah. <laughs> all of my mentors said the same thing when it's time you'll know and and they were spot on and i've told everybody that ever asked me since when it's time you'll know and it was really it was getting time because that was one more thing that was taken away from me that i earned i earned that notification because i yeah. put the time in and then because they're the co and they just for their own freaking ego for their own, oh, look at me. I'm the guy that gets to tell the guy. You know, it was just one more thing. It was like, it's time. It's time to go. So for us, like, it really comes down to who wants to tell the person. Like, our unit is, I love my unit. 
I am not great at being in the Navy. We all know this. I am not really the best reservist by far. But the people in my unit, I love because it's probably one of the most respectful and cohesive military organizations I have been a part of. Um, and like our SEL we have right now, she just went back to the States, but her and Cuesta have a great relationship. Christina Mahar is amazing. She is. She was our SEL. She just PCS. She's one of those those leaders that will go to bat for you every time. You can message her any time of day. She will get back to you immediately. Love her. And even though she's not really our SEL right now, we all know that she should be the person to tell her. And I'm an admin. I knew right away because I'm an admin. I'm on the email chain. But it I, wasn't yours. I waited five hours. <laughs> I was like, I've known Questa for like since 2018. I've known her longer than anyone else in the like in the unit. And I was like, oh my god. And then my chief came back and said she knows. And I was like, oh my god. <laughs> but I, you know, you have to wait. And it's not even that. It's like who, do, who when you think about these things, it's like who is going to mean the most in that memory for them, right? Like, I remember being pinned by some people when I was advancing. And I honestly, like, that's not a good memory for me. <laughs> but I, my reenlistment when I was in Bahrain, that's probably my best Navy, like, stepstone memory. Because the people who pinned me during my advancement, <laughs> never my family, never my loved ones, always people from work. Eh, it's whatever. But the person that reenlisted me in Bahrain, one of the best people I know. Hasher, you would love her. And, <laughs> and the group I was with, I, I love them. And it was the place where I said, there are, thank you all for coming out. I like six of you. I'll let you figure out which one that is. <laughs> and there was like 12 people there. By, uh, uh, when I put on third class, I was down in Alabama. And I'm sorry Alabama. for, I'm sorry for the squeaky noises, but uh, he wants to play. And he... <laughs> If I got dogs and we let them do anything. My uh, father had come out. I, I had graduated uh, military police school, and I was going to be promoted to third class at the at the graduation. And my family had come out, and my my dad's old school marine, and he decided to put fifty dollars on the table for anybody who could drop me while they were tacking my my crow on. Uh, tacking a crow on, for those of you who are not into military parlance, uh, the the third class petty officer rank insignia is a, is a crow m mounted over a chevron. And when you put that on your shoulder to make sure that that crow doesn't fly away, people line up to punch you. And, uh, and he put $50 on the table to anybody who could drop me while they punched me. And again, different time, different place. This is this is all happening. I'm so glad that one went away. I just don't understand, like the point, the per. It, it sounds so. That's a boy thing. It's a hundred percent a boy thing. So it's uh, it's occurring on stage. On stage, they are lined up to punch me in the shoulder or in the in the arm. And I remember we get. I might get in actually. <laughs> and then we get to this one person who I just absolutely could not stand. I couldn't stand her. Uh, I, I hated everything about her. I hated her existence. And she came to punch me. And I remember, you know, I'm just a brand new third class. Brand new third class. She's a first class. And I'm like, no, not you. She goes, what do you mean? What do you mean? No, not me. I was like, yeah, you don't, you don't get to punch me. This is, this is not for this you. Is not about you. Yeah, keep moving. Oh, if you thought she hated me before, she absolutely hated me then. But yeah, she did. Dad didn't have to give up his fifty bucks. Nobody dropped me. Monty Hedges, man, he he he, he almost won that money. I almost I almost took the fall just so my dad would have to pay that money. This is a uh, this is back in nineteen ninety when fifty dollars was real money. That was actually, you could have bought a whole car. You could buy a house for 50 bucks back in 1990. Thanks for the down payment. <laughs> <laughs> but we would always do, you know, we'd always try to do something special whenever one of our guys made rank. We'd always, you know, I remember taking them up to the, the top of a building uh, and, and yelling at them about something horrible that they did. And, and then it's always that, you know, last second misdirection there. Like, ah, as I don't know how as a first class you're going to be able to get any of this done, you know, when they're a second class. It was, it, we always had fun with it. And they took it away from me. 
And when you start taking away the fun things at work, you don't want to go to work anymore. Yes. So. (laughs) No, it's true. It's true. And I think like I have never served close to where my family can be for any of these things. They've never watched me. Even when I enlisted in the Navy, it was a work day. Like my dad was in. Uh, he was in court in Houston. My mom worked for USAA. Like no one was coming. They've never seen me enlist. They've never seen me re-enlist. They've never seen me make rank. So I need to like really figure out if I make chief, like they better get over here. <laughs> <laughs> I better like start saving some money. I mean, I think I have time. I haven't even taken it once. I'm up for it this cycle. I highly doubt I'll make it. I think they're only doing 10 reservists, but 33 active duty MC chiefs. Did they all get out? They wow. all left. That's a lot. That is Normally it's like six. So I was like, literally everyone made chief this time. That's awesome. I love that for them. And I am now terrified that next cycle's numbers will be back to two. <laughs> hey, at least it's there's so two. Funny. I mean, I, I know many, many cycles back before MC became a thing. When you had your JOs and your PHs and your LIs, and there would be zero. That's CBs now. They are locked up tight. Oh, my gosh. They're like in long-term prison over there. I feel so bad well, for them. Well, and, and they didn't make it better. They thought by creating the CB Master Chief. So there's always been rates. There's a couple of rates. Two of them are CB rates that at the E9 level, they were combined. And this was Mm -hmm. because you didn't have enough and the numbers and the flux and the wildly complicated way of saying, we don't have enough people here, so we'll convert them into this if there's the opportunity. And it was always tight in, uh, in the CB rates. And then a couple of years ago, there's like, huh, you think that's a good idea? Hold my beer and watch this. And then they decided to combine all of the rates up at the Master Chief level to be this thing now called a CB Master Chief, which I don't think turned out the way they wanted it to turn out. It, it, like the road to hell, it was paved with good intentions, but they, they are the senior, the the senior people in the CBs that I know are, are not happy. It's, I, it's always like, a, was it Corman? They have terrible advancement. What are you talking about? Corman, first of all, you have to remember, Corman are... There's the, so many of them. Yes, they yeah, are the so largest... Running around. They are the largest raid in the Navy. There are more Corman than there are any <laughs> other raid in the Navy. You get Motrin. I actually had a really good experience with a Corman recently. I had to go to the doctor. Well, I, I've had some particularly great experiences with Corman. My, some of my <laughs> best friends... <laughs> Some of my best and. friends are Corman. My best friend is a Corman or was a Corman. So, he's pretty good. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, sound quality be damned. We're going to push on through and get through the rest of this show. I think it's time we, uh, yeah, we're definitely. Bring it all to the other side. Yeah. What's the song? Do it, do it again, except with the man voice. <laughs> We're going through to the other side. <laughs> Boy, he is <laughs> some kind oh of God. needy today. Well, today we're going to go for a walk. Uh, it's my second workout of the day. Earlier today, um, we did tries, buys. Uh, yeah, so we're going to go for this walk and um, see you guys tomorrow. I was doing something else, and I thought you were playing a video of him. I nailed it. (laughs) Wow. Hey, let's just go to the Wheel of Destiny, because we haven't done that in a while, and I don't feel like making a decision today. The Wheel of Destiny landed on... It is time for a resolution rewards update. It uh, landed on a segment we no longer do. I am going to have to update the Wheel of Destiny. Uh, how about we? How have your workouts been going? I haven't been working out. Remember we talked about um, that last yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. Still. Uh, still. Are you, are you doing any stretches? Nothing. How's your everything going with that? Well, it's been getting better in the last couple of days. But I, I've still got some doctor visits going on and still trying to trying to 
I'm still still trying to get better, but I haven't been haven't been doing it on a treadmill. Moving on. <laughs> Today we go to the book of everything. The book of everything is where we learn something. Yeah, you, you may have learned a lot today because, uh, you know, we've been talking about the Navy. A lot of people don't know about the Navy. And we've been sharing some insights on leadership and retirements and all kinds of things. You, you could have learned something already. But this little segment we do here is specific to learning obscure facts. I don't even know what the rest of this is going to be. They had me at Young Neanderthal Girls. here we go young neanderthal girls had bigger biceps than an adult male human i like them real thick and juicy (laughs) (laughs) that's interesting you don't really think much about those you don't think much about those young neanderthal girls but there you go yes here we are This one will give you nightmares. Oh, no. As soon as tiger shark embryos develop teeth, they attack and eat each other in the womb. Uh, the shark a do 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 baby shark a do 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 baby shark a do 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 ate my sis. My bro, do 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 do. <laughs> what happens in there? Yeah, in the womb. Mm. Oh my god, I'm sweating even harder now than I was. <laughs> <laughs> so, in, like every time I have really bad cramps, I know you want to hear this. this is my favorite part. Um, every time I really, I, I say, oh, it feels like I'm giving birth to a baby rhinoceros. But now I'm going to say, baby tiger I shark. obviously have a uterus full of baby tiger shark. <laughs> I like it. Making analogies better. That's what we do here at the Lunsby Show. Hey, you got any headlines for me? Of course I do. And now it is time for headlines from around the globe. It's a sad, sad day in the world of television and movies. Paul Rubin has passed away today. And uh, I don't think you're going to have a I don't think you're going to have a a headline about that. I'm going to say he was a funny guy. Very funny. And he did some amazing things. Pee Wee's Playhouse was was really some kind of special. It really was. It was one of those shows like I've rewatched some of Pee Wee's like Playhouse as an adult it was great as a kid, very entertaining, but it has aged well. It was funny and enjoyable again as an adult. Yeah, it could play like, today. Not. Yeah, like, yes, <laughs> something's not the same, but that still good. Even Pee Wee's Big Adventure plays well today. Yes. So sorry on the passing of Mr. Paul Rubens, but that's not the headline you got for me. You got this one for me. Domestic rabbits invade Florida suburb thanks to illegal breeder. (laughs) Domestic rabbits take over a Florida suburb due to a domestic breeder. No, it's not due to a domestic breeder. It's due to the fact that rabbits are very good at procreating. They breed like rabbits. They breed like bunnies. It's kind of what they do. It's what they're known for. And if you release them into the suburbs of Florida, where there are no natural predators, rabbits are the zoo. They're they're gonna bunny hop their way into a nuisance category. The easy thing to do. And this is where we as humans always screw up. The easy thing to do is to bring in a a, a predator to the rabbit. Because that's, that's really all you need to do, right? If you have a rabbit... I Granger. If you have Murder a ra- way. <laughs> rabbit problem, then you bring in a, a, an animal that'll kill and eat the rabbits. And then... Have you ever butchered a rabbit? No, I haven't. Have you? Okay. Yeah, a few times. And, and it's if not you... that she's a psycho serial killer, ladies and gentlemen. To or remind is. you, she no. is a chef. <laughs> if Once they're skinned, if you look at their front legs where the, that meat is, it's not actually attached by anything except for, like, the, like, sinew. <laughs> There's no, like, muscles connecting or connective tissue other than, like, it's super weird. 
how do they move their front legs? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So, <laughs> so this week, I'd like you to go to the store and ask for an unbutchered rabbit. And then I'd like you to take it home, call me, and I'll walk you through it. And then you give it to Zeus and he'll be the happiest boy ever. Yeah, I'm not doing that. First of all, I I, I, I've never seen I've never seen that as an option at my local giant. Come on in and get an unbutchered rabbit. All of the Amish people they got they got fresh rabbit. They don't even sell rabbit here. I remember because the, the well, go get one, Mister Pew Pew. You got the guns. Go get yourself the a rabbit. Italian word for rabbit looks a little offensive it looks like a bad bad word (laughs) if you were shopping for me in an italian grocery store and all you saw was the word the italian word for rabbit you probably wouldn't want to buy that or maybe you would depends on your inclinations but uh, luckily they put pictures everywhere so anyway (laughs) back to the absurdity of this headline you got a rabbit problem. You bring in uh, the natural predator. You bring in the natural predator to the rabbit. And once they consume all the rabbits, then you're going to have that problem. So the easy thing to do next is, of course, bring in a predator to the predator. And, uh, and you just continue the cycle until eventually. Florida, the predator, like, I feel like there's snakes and alligators and humans. why would you steal that from me that's exactly what i was building up to that's exactly where i was going with my rant and then you're going to end up with crocodiles alligators and giant snakes you stole that from me because the anaconda don't <laughs> anaconda don't want bunnies if you got loves honey I had, they don't want it. they're not doing it they're not doing it i had that wrapped up that was going to be a good one and you was going to be a good one. But you know what? I am the plant from hell. <laughs> you didn't even have to ask, but I'm right here with you. You got another headline for me? <laughs> of course. Enormous Lebanon bologna sandwich unveiled at Pennsylvania Community Fair. All right. This uh, is your people. These are my new peoples. These are the these are these are the peoples I've chosen to be peoples with. Lebanon's right <laughs> up the road. I've been up there a couple of times. I don't know what Lebanon and Bologna have to do with one another, but it's a it's a fair. There's probably some alcohol involved, but you said it's the world's largest bologna sandwich. The title is enormous. And I'm looking at the picture and it is got like, some girth to it. Like human size or just like a just a big old sandwich. It's bigger than humans. I, you know, when it comes to Bologna or, or uh, Bologna, which is the, the funny way of pronouncing the word Bologna, <laughs> it's still Bologna. spelled, it's still spelled Bologna, but for some reason we call it Bologna. How do, how do you like your, <laughs> how do you like your Bologna? At the deli where I'm not eating it. Oh, cause you don't like Bologna. I'm not a fan of packaged meats like that. I call them rubber meats. I haven't liked them since I was a child. Everyone feel bad for my mom. School <laughs> <laughs> lunch was a nightmare. Oh, everything with you. You don't like the eggs. You don't like the chickens. You don't like the bolognese. Nope. You can't take your, you can't take your medicine. Oh, I would have choked you out as a child. <laughs> I'm certain that you would have also liked to do that, except for she is better than me. So she did not. <laughs> I... I'm a fan of fried bologna. Oh. Yeah, it, it was kind of a... Is it cubed in No, no, no. Kind of a ghetto treat. It's old Oscar Mayer. Just take a slice, throw it throw it in a frying pan, and watch it turn into a bubble. And then you put that down okay. with a little bit of mayonnaise. And usually, okay. you couldn't afford any more accoutrements. Uh, when you're eating bologna you sandwiches, <laughs> you're worried about paying the rent. You're not really worried about... Oh, I wonder if we got any cheese for this sandwich. Well, now I understand the heart conditions. Um, <laughs> Wonder Bread, mayo, and fried processed meats. I mean, Wonder oh, Bread. Honestly, man. look, when I was when I was it's delicious. All right, you're not. I'm not. I couldn't afford Wonder Bread. Oh, yeah, I'd go yeah. like to the day old bakery, and oh, you know when they're <laughs> when they're selling when they're selling bread that's sliced from the day old bakery. That's not day old bread. That's like a week and a half old bread. Yeah, it's got like a day before the mold gets to it. But you, you can eat before it is used to fill crevices inside the mortar <laughs> of your apartment building. Is what it, that is. 
Yeah, those those were the days. But sometimes you had to stretch your budget, and that's what we do. You eat egg on bologna sandwiches. How was it before? I'm uh, gonna try the sandwich. Oh, a, a plain old bologna. Yeah, I'm gonna try it. It's, I don't know when. I have bread currently. I uh, can make mayonnaise, and I'll buy bologna. Yeah, you know, the, the, the cheaper the better. Like the cheapest. Yeah. Like if you can get like yeah. the sixty nine cent bologna. Oh yeah, I, I'm gonna go to the commissary. So it'll be $80. Uh, but that's probably the only place I can get, like, last week, what you're talking about. or two weeks ago, it's all running together now. We asked uh, the, the audience, hey, how do you cook your corn? And we did get some responses on that. And it turns out that uh, you're not crazy. I know I'm not. Who boils corn? I boil corn. It's and- got the juice. <laughs> Apparently, apparently, no, no one else does. Apparently, I'm the yeah. only person that boils corn. Uh, but, but I mean, don't boil corn anymore because I own an instant pot. But I used to, and I, <laughs> I used to be, I used to do drugs. I still do, but I used to too. <laughs> That's a great joke. I'm I miss. There. You, you've graduated from boiled corn to normal people corn normal people corn well this week's question is another food related question ladies and gentlemen how do you like your bologna does it have a first name is it o-s-c-a-r does it have a second name is it m-a-y-e-r because oscar meyer has a way with oh no you were doing great keep going yo-l-o-g-n-a bologna Bologna. Bologna. All right. Yeah. Uh, so there's our headlines for this week. There were some other headlines out there that I thought you may be sending my way. There was a person who, who had chopped off his wiener unintentionally. That's that's a that's going to oh, be a bad day. Then there's a guy who buys a fifteen thousand dollar dog suit and wears it around pretending he's oh, a dog. Yeah, no, I watched that video. It was. <laughs> you know what? No judgment, but the face was scary. Also, I was a little mad because. He wants to be a dog, but then he was being carted around on a cart. No, bro, you've got to put in the steps. <laughs> Once upon oh, a I time, I bought a, a pretty awesome wolf costume for Christmas. I was well, my I, I was my wife's accessory at a Halloween co- party. So I have this huge wolf costume, and I, I test it. I put it on, and I send her a message, you know, come to the room. And I was very, very clear do not let Zeus in first because I'm a giant wolf in the room and I felt like that had a potential of going really bad. Because he's her guardian. Yeah, nope, she let him right in. Good boy. And he tried to kill me till I got that face mask off and showed him that I wasn't a six foot tall wolf. I was just, just daddy in a wolf costume. He's so good. He was like, I don't care. I'm doing it. I love my mom and I will protect her at all costs. Hey, let's talk about cooking. Well, we kind of were. Let's continue talking about it. It's time to talk about cooking. And tonight, prove one thing. You know, fuck all. So other than enormous, girthy bologna sandwiches, what, <laughs> what, what else? Have you, awful. What else have you been working on? Um, so I tried a new cupcake frosting idea, and it, it mostly worked. Uh, I was trying a different frosting recipe, but I think if I made it with my regular frosting recipe, basically what I was trying to do was make a hidden tie-dye pattern inside the frosting. So I took black icing, and then I put uh, my, ra- my normal rainbow icing in layers on top of the black icing, and then I rolled it so that when I frosted You'd see like little hints of the rainbow, but when you bite into it, it would be like tie-dye in the middle. And it came out very close, but I was using um, some different products than I normally use. And the icing wasn't as, uh, it wasn't as firm as I think it needs to be. So I'll need to adjust some of my products, but it was super cool. I mean, bite into a cupcake that's like mostly black on the outside and the center is like, neon tie-dye can't really go wrong with that try to show you a picture oh just share it on the page oh that looks disgusting (laughs) i i realize i realize your creative side says that's beautiful and that's that did not look pleasant at all it 
it didn't really do what I wanted it to do. Like I said, the everywhere, and you know, there's no air conditioning to cool anything down. So as I was butter splits and I just putting it back in the refrigerator, pulling it out, uh, it was a mess, but I think I can do it. I just need to make some adjustments. Okay. I, I have a, a story to share when it comes to food. Let me ask this. What's your best chicken marinade? But it depends. Okay, it's just uh, some a nice grilled chicken. Uh, you're just eating some grilled chicken breast for dinner. How would you marinate it up? Um, I do have like a nice jerk chicken that is good on the grill, or a five spice is also good. The boss lady likes to use Italian uh, dressing. Italian, oh, Italian dressing. Yeah. Just, yeah, uh, that's easy. Take your chicken, throw it in a bag, throw some Italian dressing in there, and, and let it soak for a day or two. It's real nice when you yeah, do it that I'm way. Yeah. But I think she's trying to poison me because tonight's was... Uh... Again? <laughs> no, she, you know, and she gets so mad, and I don't know why. I still eat all of the food, clearly. Uh, but she gets mad when she doesn't hit a home run every single time she steps up to the plate, figuratively and literally. And, you know, even Babe Ruth struck out a couple of times. And uh, this this wasn't there was just something in she it was Italian dressing. We already know that works. And then she mixed in some like Fuji apple or something like that. And it just gave it this strange taste where it was not as delicious as it Wait, normally is. Apple? No, it's like a Fuji apple salad dressing. Oh. Mixed with the Italian salad dressing. And it Those just. Are two different acids. They're two different acids. And it tasted mm-hmm. just like that. It tasted like two different acids. And and she beats herself like up. A Friday night acid and a Tuesday night acid. Too. Yeah, they don't go together. You don't mix those. <laughs> Commit. <laughs> yeah, one or the other. Do you. You ever do any chemical cooks? A friend of I'm mine. This is not Breaking Bad, my friend. <laughs> a friend of mine was able to do chicken with tequila and lime juice, and you will not, you will not find me messing around with chicken like that. <laughs> and it went from raw to edible, just soaking in these liquids. Yeah, I mean it's like a ceviche, whitefish, salmon, shrimp, but even still. You should parboil that stuff to kill off bacteria. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I thought it was strange too, but there may have been some alcohol involved, and you know, if you, you ate it. Well, if you if you have I a little. Wonder why the heart conditions are. Yeah, all right, enough of that. No, I'm done with you. I'm done with you. Just like that. I'm done. With me? No, him. But Zeus is precious. Because he won't stop. He won't stop. He won't stop. And I'm. I have to say no. I have to say enough is enough. And that's what I have just done. (laughs) Anyway, so you ate the weird chicken. Yeah, yeah, I ate ate the weird chicken and it was good. I mean, I don't remember getting sick from it, but I've never, I've never been brave enough to do that myself. I I would, uh, I would think I would enjoy doing it again, but maybe with shrimp or fish or something where I wouldn't be as worried if it didn't turn out right. Like even in school, like and you know, you know, we go to restaurants. It is what it is. You don't know how they're going to prepare it. But even in school, especially the shrimp, because the vein is right there and things can get caught up underneath the shell. Not so much with a like a white fish. White fish that will cook very easily with lime juice. But with the shrimp, it's very highly recommended to get a pot of boiling water and just blanch them, just to shock the bad right off and then you just scoop them right out and they're not cooked through but you've done enough to like get rid of ickiness and then you finish the cook with the with the lime juice but i'm not gonna i I don't like chicken enough to be trying to not die with some tequila and lime juice i'll put the tequila and lime juice straight in my belly and put the chicken on the grill that does sound fun doesn't it that sounds also too like a waste of tequila because that tequila is now like salmonella shots but but then you just no you microwave it oh my god i'm gonna die (laughs) (laughs) you might not have gotten sick off of that but i am (laughs) trying not to vomit As, as i as i thought of all the chunky little raw chicken bits in the tequila juice that got microwaved i i also started to get a little sick in the mouth 
Uh, <laughs> well, it's not yeah. How drunk were you? So, well, was this like was this like a week ago or was this like college days? Because college days, college was a weird time, and that's ex- you know, but kind did, of excusable. I did all of my college while I was in the navy. So this was last week. <laughs> no, <laughs> this was Two Sicily. This was Andy Dorfman and his uh, and his crazy chicken. Is Andy Dorfman still with us today? I'm sure of it. He was a, 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 Bring him on the show. a tough Hunt old bastard. <laughs> Put on your so, uh, and hunt him down. Speaking of tough old, I recently started, uh, my, my friend Pat, who we've talked about in the past, has recently taken some of his best sea stories and converted and them, converted to, them YouTube to, videos. to YouTube videos. I love that. And Pat, and Pat has some amazing sea stories and there that actually was an idea for a podcast i had while i was active duty just sea stories just finding different sailors and having them come tell a sea story but instead i live with you and every day is a sea story now we got to start doing sea shanties that would be great what's a sea shanty like weird melodic songs <laughs> oh you were just you weren't considering doing sea stories by calling them sea shit. If anybody out there, you know, we, we've offered up the mic many times over. If you got a rant you want to do, we'll give you five minutes. If you got a sea story you want to tell, we'll get you. You know what? If, if there's anybody out there that's got a sea story they want to share with the Lunsby audience, not only will we allow you to do that, but I'll make a, a really cool intro for the yeah. sea stories. I Pat is a great storyteller, and he has got some great stories that, you know, and it's been 20 years since me and Pat were stationed together. I may not remember all the details of some of his stories, but overall gist of it, I get. Yeah. You know, I remember the story, but it's I didn't funny. remember the details because it wasn't my story. So he has taken to YouTube and he has started to tell some of these stories and they are great stories. And I'll, I'll, I'll maybe share a link with the audience of one of the ones that I had never heard before. But I heard recently, and I, I think the audience will appreciate a good sea story from a silly old bubblehead living down there in, uh, in southeast <laughs> Georgia. And th- that's going to be fun to do. Meanwhile, back at the <laughs> meanwhile, back at the back Justice at League over here. Justice League. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I know we've talked about Pat on the show before because I remember specifically doing a birthday boost for him and then following up with that uh, after he had done something like, hey, after that birthday boost, uh, he uh, turned his life around and whatever. So he has been talked about. He's great people. He's got good stories. I'll share the link. I think you'll, uh, the story that I'm going to share from Pat is one I think you will all enjoy. This is our birthday boost segment. If you have a birthday during the week that we are taping, we will give you one of two things. We will either grace you with this wonderful thing called a birthday boost, or if all else fails, we'll give you a honorable mention. Birthday boost. If we're going to say wonderful, amazing, incredible things about you or not, but it's going to be done with the intent of boosting your ego and honorable mentions. Well, if you want to, if you don't want to be an honorable mention next year, try harder, suck less as always. (laughs) Be better. Yeah. As always you go first. Um, So this is my best friend's mom. You know, my best friend, Melissa, her mom, Jeannie is celebrating her birthday. I can't believe that that's the age that she is. I won't say it, but good. She doesn't look that old. Jeannie, uh, was you know yeah like the fun parent and then like the strict parent of course uh genie was like the ultimate fun parent so she was the one that was always like take us shopping um didn't really worry too much about like the curfew so much (laughs) Uh, she was the fun parent out of my four parents which were genie and bill melissa's parents and then tom and jan my parents i had four of them growing up and i think that was almost enough to get the job done but anyways Jeannie is out living her best life she's retired um i don't know why she hasn't come to visit me yet but it is what it is i love you Jeannie. i promise i'm on my best behavior i look forward to seeing you maybe sooner rather than later 
Once upon a time, and I guess because we're just talking about memories and, you know, when I was when I made Chief, I put on Chief down there in uh, beautiful Puerto Rico and I was on deployment and the Master Chief, or the Command Master Chief or VP-26 at the time was a young man by the name of Roger Dumont. Roger Dumont was probably the epitome of, of, of what leaders were supposed to be. He was a great guy. And uh, he has retired. I have retired. But it doesn't mean, you know, thanks to Facebook, I still get to live life vicariously through him. And (laughs) one of the accolades I so admire is the love he has for his wife, Bonnie. They just celebrated, I think, their 47th anniversary. And he is going to celebrate his birthday. And he is an amazing example of an amazing man who I have the best memories of. I, uh, I love this man. And I love the love that he has for his wife. And with that, I couldn't give you a bigger, a brighter, or a better. Happy birthday, Mr. Roger Dumont. Who is your second birthday boost? Master Chief Misty Flynn. She was a senior chief when I met her at the schoolhouse up there in uh, Fort Meade, Maryland. And just an amazing mentor, but also very chill down-to-earth human living her best life out in hawaii right now uh, i think she's about to retire which is kind of devastating because i mean for us not not for her that's great for her but you know when you have like those good leaders and you're like don't you want to just one more enlistment and they're like no literally i have zero left <laughs> that's like where she's at but it i love her because one she's hilarious and she's always got the good memes and the funny stories but two I haven't really spoken with I haven't spoken with her in quite some time, but I needed some assistance to on, on Thursday of last week. I shot her a message like, hey, hate to bother you on Facebook about work stuff, but do you think you could help me out? Boom. Yes, this is what I need from you. I need your email. Oh, here's my email. Fantastic. Not even 10 minutes later, senior chief from the schoolhouse in Maryland message me back so me in spain messages master chief in hawaii and 10 minutes later senior chief in maryland gets back to me amazing not everyone would do that for a random mc1 reservist over there (laughs) but she always comes through and it's gonna be uh, a sad day for the navy but a great day for her so happy birthday come visit me too doors always open Very, very well done. That's exactly how a birthday boost is going to be done. I am on a theme this week for my birthday boost. I already gave out uh, Roger Dumont his birthday boost only because of the extreme love for his wife, Bonnie. And I'm going to continue that trend when I think of my friend, Misty Cotton. Because Misty has been the, uh, the ride or die of my friend Howie for years and years. Now, I don't know how many years they've been married, but I know they've been married a long time. And I know they love each other immensely, and the love that they have for each other is something that I feel special. So I, I really, uh, they just bought like a old school or something and converted it into this amazing bed and breakfast, and it's been really what? fun, really fun to watch. And it's not is that far. On is that on the Tiki Talks or the Facebooks? It's on the Facebooks. It's on the Facebooks. Oh, yeah. We've got to get more Should details on that. it. I uh, love those things. I'll when- watch that for like hours <laughs> when they when they nope. open up for business the done, they'll be monetized okay <laughs> when we open up for business i'll be sure to share that information but uh, as always misty cotton wishing you nothing but the biggest the brightest and the best happy birthday to you now moving on to those honorable mentions Man, it's a it's just a very navy day i guess lauren house you know yes lauren. yes i um, have her too lauren- Jordan Delgarno, uh-huh. uh, Tony White, Ron Brown. It's a lot of Zachary Shea, Lyric Gonzalez, and oh, do you remember Dr. Sonia Waters? No. She was here. Oh, man, she was fantastic. I, I don't know if she's retired or not, but talk about a woman who knew her stuff. She was over at the hospital. Brilliant. Brilliant medical mind. Right. If you got tiger sharks in your belly, she knows what to do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm knows what to do because I am at a loss. I can't now. I My honorable mentions this week are coming from the Mijas, Miss uh, Elisa Jimenez Bermudez. Yes, Matt Nally. Oh, Dirk Degler himself, Mike Parsons. Uh, Terrence Poppinwell. I don't know if you remember Terrence, but uh, he he was he looks just like Wayne Brady and. Uh, 
I had him and I had Mass Chief Wilkerson, who looked like Kevin Hart, in the same mess. They were so fun to have around. Sean, Sean Parsons, Joe Allen, Megan Lopez, Crystal Hogan. Um, what? You, you didn't have wait, Megan? Is Megan Lopez that I, from Rhoda? That's in Italy now? Megan Lopez? The Megan Lopez? Yes. Oh, yeah. No, I didn't have her. I mean, Joshua, I didn't look. Joshua Bramhall, Jeremy Marco, LaTanya Starks. Who took down her picture? That's strange. Tim Bray, haven't been yelled at by him in a long, long time. Sky Ashley, Artie Fletcher, Philip Mackey, also known as Rocker Rock Paper Sexer, and uh, old, uh, recently retired Mass Chief Jeff Wright. An amazing group of people, and uh, we wish you all nothing but the biggest, the brightest, the best, and the happiest, and the happiest of happy birthdays. Well. I want to tell you, I got to hang out with uh, Paul Thomas III. Did you get to hang out with Paul Thomas III? Was this before or after he locked himself out of his vehicle? I don't know. I drove his vehicle, so um, he had keys at the start and stop of that. (laughs) But it was really—it's been really great to kind of see him around a little more frequently. We should definitely—we should definitely bring him on again. She wants to bring him on again, and I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with bringing anybody on again, and we, and we say this all the time. If you want to get into the Lunsby audience, you want to get into their brains, you want to get into their heads, and you got something you want to share, whether it be a rant, whether it be a sea story, whether it be a sea shanty, if you got any of those things you want to share, just reach out to us, uh, DM either me or Christina, uh, and we'll get you on. We'll record it special for you. We'll, we'll find a time that works for you. We'll get you in. We'll get you out. It's a good time to be had by all. Ladies and gentlemen, I remind you today as I remind you every day, just be the best person that you can be and if you are a great person today be an even better person tomorrow and don't forget that you are loved thank you for listening to t-ball and chick brew if you enjoyed that show you should check out the darrell mclean show independent media that won't reinforce tribalism we have one planet and nobody's leaving so let's reason together you can find the darrell mclean show at the same place you actually listen to this show give it a shot all right that's a good show Ooh. Some audio difficulties, yeah, so. but other than that... <laughs>